Uh-oh, is she doing a mashup of the two songs that are stuck in her head? Cut my life into pieces. I can buy myself flowers. <laughs> Weird. Write my name in the sand. Weird. Suffocation. No breathing. Don't give a <laughs> what if I got my eye bleeding. You can I don't curse. need you. I don't need you. Could, you. C- you could curse in the show. Yeah, but I wanted to do like, I'm on the radio. <laughs> you are on the radio of sorts. Yeah, I am on the radio yeah. of sorts. So of sorts. yeah, the don't thing give up. Ki- uh, you're the you're the thing. You're on the thing that killed radio. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I wow. killed the radio star. You killed the radio. No, technically, video killed the radio star. I did not do it. I had nothing True. to do with it. That that happened first. That killed radio first. But also, I can buy my fucking self flowers. Holden, come myself, please. I don't need you. I don't yeah. need you, MJ. I can buy myself flowers. You don't need yeah. Liam Hemsworth. You wow. bastard. Wow. Oh, oh. By the way, did you see? I meant to fucking send you guys this. I can't believe I didn't send you guys this. Uh, newsflash. Oh, newsflash. I hate being sarcastic all of a sudden. Please, being sarcastic on her brother. Oh, newsflash. <laughs> Apparently, Liam Hemsworth is now in a relationship, or at least at the very least, dating Miley's dancer. <gasps> like a dancer that used to dance with for Miley oh. in her, like. And then Rich, yeah, look this up. What a baddie. How crazy is, wow, that actually makes me, at first I was like, oh, you're still rocking this relationship morning. Okay, here we go, flowers. That's rough, dude. That, did you see, did you pull it up? Well, Gabriella Brooks is, is their name. And I'm trying to see, I want more. Give me more information. But the dancer thing's right, right? I don't see dancer anymore, really? but I'm Liam. looking. Who is Gabriella Brooks, Liam's Hemsworth girlfriend of over three years? They made uh, their red carpet debut in November of 2022. They've been showing PDA. Okay, wait. This says bizarre theory emerges that Liam Hemsworth's girlfriend, Gabriella Brooks, was once on the side. She's back Yeah, because it seems like she may just be a model. Uh, what? Why? But Come I really on. enjoyed your pop. Da, 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 da. I mean, bizarre theories are your specialty, Holden. So resurface, resurface image. Yeah, maybe this actually should save this for conspiracy theory. Resurface images show a woman resembling Brooks appearing on stage with Miley at Capital FM Summertime Ball in London in June 2014, where the American pop star hit me with a share. Do you you believe it? Is Liam Hemsworth's new? (laughs) You can't take it back now, y'all. What are we? (laughs) Two hops is time. Pop. Take it back now, y'all. Uh-oh, I think I'm going. No. Items. No, it is not the end of the episode. Go. Stop. Stop. Oh, my God. Again, so we can't created even this game digitally. We created this game. Holden, can I just say, I know Holden has said this before. Holden is amazing in green rooms. If you are nervous about something, if you are like, if you are I, I any way apprehensive, room. Holden is one of the best people to ever have around in your life. This is the nicest I'll ever be Thank about you. Him. Yeah. Thank if you. You're upset, such a, paradoxically, yes. if you're upset, this this <laughs> upsetting man is a great person to have around. Yeah, because whenever happy people and you know it though, you yes. Gotta, oh no, it's horrible. I hate it when I'm happy around him. But I will say the reason why the three of us are such close friends is because MJ and I are more often than not. Anxious about something, we're right? Anxious. Usually, like we're just usually making something up. So Holden is a really good. You yes, you are a good grounding force. We had all, and, this, we had all this extra time, and someone asked if we to play a game. So I made up a game. <laughs> Whenever I say the word G O, 
put Thank together. Thank you for not saying it like guys' grocery games. Uh, uh, when I say that word, the first person to say stop wins. Yes. And Jake had no part of it. Jake yeah. refused. He's like, he I'm an oldest player. sibling. It's he was because the smart he's player. the he older knows. brother. And he was like, I don't, it's a classic older brother move for Jake to be like, yeah. I'm not even going to participate in that. Right. I will not debase myself. And the three, uh, like, this show has such youngest sibling vibes like we we talk about how we're like a sleepover and we talk about how we're like millennials and we're like pop culture for people who don't care about pop culture but also a tagline of this show could be three youngests because yeah. like yeah. we are just three youngest <laughs> totally. siblings flailing about and like whole, Jake was like I won't play that game and we were all like stop stop Stop! I lost every time, of course. Man. Because, of course, I always lose. So I hate board games. (laughs) I don't know how I always win. I think that I'm just so primed with having... I think that maybe my older brother was more antagonizing than your older brother. Yeah, we were debating on whose older brother was meaner as kids. Well, you're more more competitive just in general, Jackie. I'm just more competitive. You're more competitive than the two of us. Like, I always talk about this. Like, I was talking about this last night even. Having to play sports when I was in middle and high school and having to like pretend to be sad that we were losing and just watching all these like dumb other boys be like, man, complete. You know, it's like, oh, it's like it like ruined their day. I'm like, dude, all I want is my Capri Sun and my orange slice. And I want to get in that car right now and go home and shower and watch some motherfucking cartoons. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. I am also not care that we're losing. But it makes you a bad teammate. Your other teammates hate you if you're not yes. competitive because they're right. like, we're supposed to be upset. And like, right. I don't even play organized sports, but even like there was forever, I, you know, since I worked with kids, there was always like field days and sometimes it was like staff team. And like I was supposed to get all upset that we weren't winning at like some hilarious playground game, you know, called yeah. Steal the Bacon or whatever. And I was just like, well, I don't, I can't be upset about Steal the Bacon. It's not in my constitution. And, you know, and, <laughs> but, but then everyone else gets mad at you. Yeah, Secretly, aren't you secretly actually upset or no? Is there no actual upset? No, there's no. No, For me, there was no upset. So I have all the upset. Yeah. This is the problem. This is my inherent. You would actually get upset if your team was losing. That's why I can't play the games. Yeah, yeah. Now I just bow out. And I can't play. I took your advice for Christmas and got a board game that you said was beloved in your family, which is Pretty Pretty Princess. Because everybody wins, honestly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a perfect game for my Pretty Pretty Princesses who love princess things. And it's you, you win, but as you play, you get earrings and jewelry and necklaces and a crown and whatever. But then, and I listened to Jackie and it was great. And I was like, this is so great. What a great game. And then Jackie's telling me how she and Henry used to play and just scream at each other, <laughs> rip the crown off each other's heads. I was like, I can't believe you recommended this game yeah, to my family. Wild, wild. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's so, that's so funny to me. Uh, yeah. And I had the, I had Oh the, my God. Especially when you told me that Freddie was putting the earrings on her fingers, because I remember Henry used to do that and be like, put them back in the game. I, I, <laughs> because I, I, he I would was, play with them. Yes. I was like the pretty, pretty princess jewelry. You think you're going to be one type of parent and then you're another type of parent. I thought it was going to be fun. Right. A fun mom like Amy Poehler. I'm not fun. I'm like the pretty, pretty princess jewelry stays in the pretty princess box. We, <laughs> we do not play with the pretty, pretty princess jewelry outside of playing the Pretty Pretty Princess game. If we play with the Pretty Princess jewelry God, it just makes me want to it makes me want to drink a bottle of liquor and rob a bank. Like this authoritarian talk. I'm, I'm it makes an, you so you just understand you're driving them to rebellion. I, like they I, are I try not to be an authoritarian about most 
things. The reason why the rules exist is because it makes the game fun. That's what I try to explain about like why we played. <laughs> and aren't we having fun? That's what Bluey says. Bluey discovers. Why do they have an episode where they're exploring? Well, That's good. we're playing this That's game. Good. Why do we have to keep following the rules? And then they come to the conclusion themselves. Well, the rules exist because that's what makes the game fun. And so I try to bring that in when we play games and say, you know, this this is what's it's okay to lose. It's we have to follow the rules, and if we don't like it, whatever. But the reason you keep the freaking jewelry in the box is so that you can play again next time. And the jewelry isn't all strewn about. But that's not what happened when I was away. The jewelry came out of the box. Not the only, of course it did, of course it did. The jewelry is lost. The jewelry is lost. Not only did I like not care about losing, I'd actually start feeling bad if I started winning for the per- other person that's losing. Yes, I have that too. I'm like, oh no, I can lose if you want me to. And then that makes the competitive yeah. person even more upset. Even more upset. And that's the other thing too, is like, I don't want to see them crestfallen and sad. You yeah. know what I mean? Or I didn't like the other team feeling sad. Yeah. You know? No, I, I also have that. That's the, the sometimes the young, Maybe that's more of a middle quality where you're like, I have to make Mm. everybody not upset. But sometimes the youngest takes on that role. Or the child of an alcoholic parent, (laughs) interestingly (laughs) enough. This also does that, I think. Also does that. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, while you guys were talking about this, I started reading the casting call for MILF Manor because I Mm. opened up, I I got clickbaited. And they're like, did the actual moms and sons know... They were going to the same they place. They must have. They, I think they must absolutely have. They thought, okay, this was the cast that went out for the moms. Are you a single mom? Do you keep yourself fit and fabulous and enjoy dating much younger men? A major network is casting a new relationship series about the growing trend of older women finding love with younger men. If you're a single mom and have a single son in his 20s that would like to help you find the right guy for you, sign up. Oh. So I don't think that they were aware of the fact that they that the other moms were going to be trying to fuck their sons. Right. They thought that they were going to be helping them find love with other Young men. I've been thinking about this because I keep thinking, what at what point do you sign the contract and you're so fucked that you realize you're on MILF Manor and you can't back out of it? Because surely that has happened. The fact that no one walked astounds me. I, I that You say that, but then you notice, okay, let's throw out a Charlene here. Okay. Let's th- I'm throwing out a Charlene. Let's talk about, we need to talk about Charlene. I think that Charlene definitely is like a, Oh, I don't really want to do this because it does seem like she has kind of like she's not really kind of thrown herself in it as much as the other women. Uh And also her child just died. She's carrying around a horrific burden of grief and she's on (laughs) Milf Manor. And watching her try to dance sexy with her son. I was like, all I could think of was her daughter just died. Her daughter died less than a year ago. How is she sexy dancing with her Magic Mike son when her daughter died less than a year ago? How does she, I mean, she must cry herself to sleep. I know. But the son is doing his old college try to try to cheer up his, talk about people pleasing. I mean, I know. He, this poor boy has such a burden on him. He's like, I'm an exotic dancer. My family just experienced this horrific tragedy and now we find ourselves on Milf Manor and I'm just going to put a smile on my face and be along for the ride. I want both of them to go home and begin therapy. That will be my weekly Uh, call. Charlene, if you can hear me, leave (laughs) the island. (laughs) Leave the island. I mean, there must be some contractual obligations, right? Where they can't just walk off. I mean, I I, I guess you're always always free to leave. It's not prison, but like there must be something. 
a lot of times like that type of character sticks around, but they end up being like the moral support for other people. Yes. I mean, I love Charlene, but now we found out that was one of the moms and sons are going home next week. I can't handle it. Wow. I need it more It'll probably than be once Charlene. a week. It'll probably be Charlene. Do you guys no, like, my, my favorite thing about this week on Milf Manor is that they refer, when they're like on dates and they're talking about like, oh, who do you like? Who do you get along with? That they refer to people, everyone as the mothers and the sons. The, the sons. sons. That's my favorite thing so to be gross. on a date and be like, so how do you feel about the other sons? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> but I do want to read out. I just want to say thank you so much to Shannon who sent in the casting call because it's not Dilfs, Drive-Ins, Dive-Ins and but Dives. But that's real. There is but a there casting is call a for... Dilf Manor coming out. Are you a single father who has a daughter that's into daddies and are looking oh. for a barely legal bride oh, no. to restoke the fire in your loins? Oh, yes. And you should definitely reach out to barely us legal, at, at datingdaughters at gmail.com. They so, and barely legal? Said, and everybody said Fairly too. They were like, everyone, everyone was like, uh, if the revo- if the roles were reversed, it would be no one would ever. Do- no, they that's what I was saying this whole time. I'm like, this only works because we are able to recognize that it is predatory for a man in his fifties to date a twenty year old woman in a way that we seem incapable of recognizing this as extremely inappropriate for a twenty year old boy. And apparently, no, no, we're fine with that too. Over at the Dilf Milf Enterprise. All right, well, MJ, you enjoy uh, uh, not watching it, and I will. Uh, I will enjoy watching <laughs> it. That's how we do it. We have to do it. It's for research. No, it's, for, it's my it. job. Yeah, I want. I want all of it. Can we watch the Gay Dilf show? Because the Gay Dilf show also looks fantastic. Oh, are you talking about The Last of Us? No. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This. All right. Holden and MJ both didn't watch the epic because you guys you guys haven't seen any of The Last of Us yet. Right. right. Yeah. No, I'm watching Are You the One Season 9. I'm watching uh, Milk Manor. I'm watching Physical 100. I'm watching <laughs> Brain Dead shit over here, Jackie. I can't he- deal with these real feelings and these days. The record, the I was not, for, uh, for the record, I was referencing the show For the Love of Dill, hosted by Stormy Daniels, which you also sent. Oh, yes. Oh, oh no, right, we yeah, can talk about Dilf this show that we didn't even... Uh, Before I pivot into the sad one, we can keep talking about the horny question mark ones. I feel like there there should be a genre of reality show that is horny question mark. Because, like, I'm not horny for MILF Manor, but no. I'm sure that there are some people that are horny for MILF Manor, and that's you. I'm, I'm that's horny. You I'm, I'm officially horny for Stephanie a little bit. Yeah, we have upsetting. one MILF who we are she's all horny so for. She's so hot. So that's she, yes. she's so Stephanie's hot. very hot. Yeah. Stephanie's very hot. Yeah. She's really. She's and I'm horny it. for the for the 30 year old son. Yes, but also she's yes. only 46. Like, so she's not really yeah. like yeah. in my brain. Six years older than me. Yeah, I know, dude. How does that make you feel? Like, Go I want to fuck that horny, filthy MILF. Go after <laughs> her, bro. That's what. That's oh my what god, makes you the feel. scene with Gabriel at the same on the same date with his mother and he kept just like throwing so food gross. and being all horrible and that she's like is isn't he funny and I'm like no that guy <laughs> he's not funny so he's annoying. horrible I mean they're all kids they're children they they're act like children, children. that's why when I yeah. when I date Stephanie I'll show up with a giant lollipop and be like hello Govna uh, <laughs> and I'll be like licking the lollipop I like to sing little songs for you like I'll do that or whatever and hopefully Stephanie will um 
give me a blowjob. <laughs> yes, maybe. But I actually, I'm kind of interested in watching For the Love of Dilfs. And yes, it is hosted by Stormy Daniels. And apparently it's on Out TV. And when we see two groups of gay men, daddies and himbos, compete to find love and win a $10,000 investment into their relationship, which that's heavy. That's a heavy thing to say. You're going to win a $10,000 investment into your relationship. Yeah. But I kind of want to watch this down show. down payment on a house or something? What does that mean? I guess. My, my only feeling about this with the, with the all gay cast and everything like that, and maybe this is biased of me to say, but I just feel like the gay community is a lot less messy than like the MILF and straight <laughs> Like, are you the one and stuff like that? I feel, I don't know. I hope these DILFs and these himbos can keep the drama up. But I kind of have a feeling they're all just going to get along and it's going to be very sweet. I don't know, <laughs> that it might be hard to get. The trailer is definitely, it, it is a hilarious contrast because the trailer uh, for, the, for the love of DILFs is just like not at all disturbing. It's just like incredibly sweet and charming. Right. It's like, no, that's I, like, I, it just I, looks like a great show. It's like a bunch of older too... men being like, yeah, I like, I like, you know, dating younger guys who have like a new perspective and the younger guys are like yeah I really enjoy like the experience of some of the older experience. it was just yes. like not creepy at all yes. they're communicating they're just like yes. ha- you know doing the thing like they, as they should it's like healthy not, and loving can they be messy enough <laughs> that's can why they I be messy I, enough that's why I want to get I'm going to get out TV and when Delph Manor comes out I'm going to go episode for episode I'm going to watch for the love of Delph yes. and then I'm going to watch Delph yeah. Manor and we're going to show how t- much more toxic the other one is heterosexuality. Because, <laughs> yes, <laughs> just in general of just the fact of like, can't we all just be like on for the love of Dill? Yeah, yeah. For love of Dills is just like I enjoy spending time with you. I think we should make love, and then we cut over to uh, Dilf Mayor's like, oh. You like the way I lift these bricks? Your son I just has don't a big cock. Girl. That was the yeah. thing oh, three. Your son's hung like a horsey horse. <laughs> and she's going to fuck that son with the mom in the bed right next to she them until the mom storms out. She doesn't even seem like she's out. that into him. I no. think that she just wants to fucking suck. She just wants to feel, oh, she's just We're talking that, about Kelly on Milf Kelly. Manor, she by wants the way. To we pivoted feel, back to Milf Manor. She wants to feel young again so yes. desperately. And she just thinks that the, this young- Put on bucket hat. I, I'll call her on the phone as they put on a bucket hat. You're really, That's all you, you think, need. You're really going to convince her that she doesn't need a bunch of young stud dick and, and, yeah, and replacement of that? Yeah, just put a bucket hat on her. Put and a bucket hat on Is she allowed again. to still throat tequila like all day like she does on the show? Man, it's just, it's hard to watch. It really hurts. It hurts. Like, it makes the acid in my chest hurt. Yeah. You know? Wait, Jackie, I'm sorry. I interrupted you because you were going to tell us about a different show that is apparently slightly higher quality than Milf Manor, which is slightly higher quality. Yes, it it was. um, (laughs) It's one of the most. So we put on the episode because The Last of Us has been it's great fucking show. Third episode in, we slap it on. I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, Nick Offerman's in this episode. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's the dude from White Lotus, like the uh, concierge dude from White Lotus. I was like, oh, Oh, that's fun. fun. And um, it's the two of their it's their love story. And it is. One of the most beautiful episodes of television I think I've ever watched. And I had no idea what was going to happen. And by the end, Jeff and I were both sobbing. And I posted on Instagram. I was like, everyone else cry into this episode right now. like Because it came out of nowhere. I had no idea. This isn't a sad show. Yeah, it, and it is. Was, 
I mean, it is it is a sad <laughs> show, but like it hasn't been yet. Like I thought right. it was gonna take longer for yeah, it to yeah. be more sad. Uh, oh yeah, dude. And Last so, of Us is very uh very I don't know anything about The Last of Us, so I'm going in blind to its characters. Yeah. And apparently sure. this character is a character in the video game, and they talk about his past, so they show what happens. In like they have a whole episode about his love story. I don't. I'm trying so desperately not to uh, spoil anything, um, but it is. It's just so beautifully written, and I can't. I can't even start thinking about it because I'm going to start to cry. Would you um, say Offerman's character is like a total dilf? Wow. <laughs> Watching the two of them. Yeah. Man. Grind. Whoa. Because, like, that was part of me. I was just like, at one point I had to pause it. I was like, I'm getting so sad, but I'm also getting so right. turned That on. one part where they were like, ride it, my pony. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really what it was. You know, <laughs> post-apocalyptic. Every, yeah, it was a real just, like, genuine fuck scene. Yeah, dude. When it wasn't at all. When it he was fucking really was beautiful. just like, look what I could do. He pulled out a magic eight ball to start out. Fucking the shit out of all those eight ball juices going on. He's like, fucking signs point to fuck. (laughs) I just needed to speak towards it because everyone on the internet is aflame with this episode. And if you watch the show just to get to the third episode, or if you've played the game and you know the story of it, just put on the third episode because it fleshes out a character that you meet in the video. I'll game. tell you what, a double feature pairing. Third episode of Wednesday right after to clear the palette. You get yeah, the, clear you get the, the palette. Wednesday dance. That was the thing is we didn't know how to clear the palette yeah. afterwards. It was like, how do you, like what, we were just, I it was the last of the night and I was like, oh, it's going to be like a scary way to end the night. Well, you want a show that's like not like the other girls? Velma. Oof. <laughs> Watch that one, huh? <laughs> She hates herself and she knows she's in a TV show. Guess what? She also hates the original property. It was yes, obviously. Are you guys doing? Are you guys doing an episode on Velma? Maybe we should do Scooby Doo. Yeah, you got to. I don't think. What you mean? What's the producer we're gonna do with the history of Velma? No, no, no. I meant like Scooby Doo and then talk about Velma. That I I, Scooby Doo episode. Now I I I didn't think I wanted to do one before, but maybe with this Velma show, I I should. I watched fifteen minutes of it before I shut. I'm at the 15 minute mark. I thought about finishing it last night and I was like, you know what? Nope. <laughs> That's Can't so freeing when you're like, I'm it. not going to watch this, do this anymore. Why am I going to do this? Do I can't possibly do this. I'm sorry. This isn't a talking TV episode. I just needed to bring up the Last of Us episode to try and convince you guys in between MILF Manor to watch The Last of Us. I'm glad yeah, you yeah. did because I feel like I, I, something I really miss um, in like the streaming landscape is when everybody is talking about the exact same show. Yeah, I think that kind of happens sometimes like with Succession. It kind of happens with White Lotus. But even that's within these like micro communities. It's not like like I don't go to like a water cooler work, but if I did, I would assume not everybody's watching White Lotus, but maybe most people are, maybe half of the people are. But I miss that like, wow, everyone's talking about this show, that collective experience. And when I logged on to the Twitter after uh, that episode of The Last of Us, I, w- I had never seen like every, it felt like everyone I knew had just been obliterated emotionally by this episode. Ooh. And it kind was of kind of like exciting. When- Kind of like when uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, which is about a year ago. Yeah, right. The last time we had a huge collective experience together. I don't know. Don't worry, darling. That was pretty much across the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We were all kind of. Yes, that was a weird one too, though, because that. 
That wasn't like a touchstone moment. That was just this like happening that just carried all throughout the year. Yeah, just like a rolling mess of hot goss. That was really yeah. shine. It was this a snowball <laughs> of hot goss that just kept getting bigger and bigger. Man, I miss that. Olivia Wilde, make another fucking movie with the guy you're fucking and <laughs> cheat on him salad or whatever. Dressing for us, Olivia. Yeah, oh please, Olivia. God. We need a break. All we got right now is stupid the Royals and whatever with Meghan Markle. Yes, all right. Bill and Frank in The Last of Us. Uh, oh my God! And, and Paris Hilton having a newborn. Yes. yes, yes, she's living for it via surrogate. Paris Hilton is now a mother, and um, she released a picture of her very beautiful nails just wrapped <laughs> with a little tiny hand. Little Can you imagine of, of like having a, like the? I guess did you get your nails? No, you had Freddie. By surprise, did Lexi get her nails done before the baby? We were a little early too. Oh, okay. A lot of so people do. So. They say like like when I Zelda was supposed to be a scheduled C section, but she came a little early too. But everyone was like, scheduled C section is great. Like you go get your hair done, you get your right. nails done, you kind of like pamper yourself beforehand. Totally, yeah. No, I that's what I thought we were gonna do, and then it just. It just happened. That happened. week was just taken. That week was taken. It was but taken. it was provided as well with a baby. It's so cute. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and now Paris Hilton is a mother. And um, how does Holden it work? Scarier. How does it work, Jackie? <laughs> Do you know the details? Like, did did uh, Paris Hilton egg go goes into another person? Um, I'm fa- fairly sure because I know that they delivered via surrogate. Right. So I'm not sure if it was her eggs that that has not been revealed. That uh, those personal details have not been revealed. Oh, okay, they, that's kind of a private thing. I didn't know. I was just curious what yeah. how, could, it, how it all works. Could go either way with surrogate. You could use donor eggs, yeah. or you could use your own eggs. Or I'm not sure. If surrogate nut. can also be the egg provider. Is it, it the nut of the nut of the man? <laughs> Maybe it could be. I don't know. Depends, <laughs> depends on male factor. I could go on and on about what makes a baby holder. <laughs> so wait, you're telling me that a man's sloppy nut goes inside of a woman and all these little little tadpoles swim to yeah, an man. egg? Yeah, and like the beginning of the egg. Uh, um, these kids can talk. <laughs> what is it? What's that movie where the kids look who's talking? Look, these, these kids, kids can talk. talk. You know these that famous Rick Moranis film. These, these kids, kids can talk. talk. Better name. I'm saying they it really right now. bury the leaves with the name. name. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite is the fake uh, family comedy in Seinfeld. Sack lunch. <laughs> where they're all shrunk down to the size of a sack lunch and she keeps watching and Elaine keeps wanting to see that instead of the English patient yeah. <laughs> man I just talked to some friends who are re-watching Seinfeld and I, I really think that maybe I gotta rewatch Seinfeld I watched I Seinfeld it. every single day for probably five years when I lived at home in Dubuque, Iowa and had never met uh, a person from New York City or a Jewish person, except for one the one Jewish family that I knew. Um, and so I feel like there is a lot of like references that I might not have got. And also I was a kid and not an adult and I had never dated. There was just so many factors about Seinfeld. <laughs> <I never> dated. <laughs> like what did what did I even get out of it? I don't know. I know. Yeah. You know because it's so wacky and silly and funny and there's so many fun characters. I, I I think it's like cool now to like not like Seinfeld. I fucking love Seinfeld. Also, if you have a sick day and you're you're wanting to binge something like that as well, go for Seinfeld all day, but also 
Frasier Dog. Yeah, Frasier and, and Fraser. News Radio. News, and news radio, radio too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, News oh. Radio is one of the best, yeah, ever. I would just uh, weep yeah. for Phil Hartman, which, by the way, not to jump to celebrity conspiracy theories, but just as a little uh, Phil Hartman appreciation moment that I meant to bring oh, into the show. You mean so everything good. about him everything. that we need everything to appreciate every single day? Absolutely him. everything he ever did, including voice Troy McClure and that they're my friend who came to the live show in L.A., uh, reminded me that there is an ongoing joke in from Troy McClure about Troy yes. McClure wanting to fuck fish. It's fuck fish, I, it is, yeah. It is a conspiracy theory. I've actually gotten in before. Maybe I need to go back and honor that one from uh, a couple of people have written in about that. But yes, absolutely. There definitely have been lines drawn, maybe in the sand, maybe in gravel. Whoa. <laughs> Connecting the dots between the Troy McClure uh, f- fish fucker uh, running joke and uh, our Tom Cruise. And I do oh, want to wow. thank everybody while we're here. I want to yeah. thank everybody for coming out to our live shows. Holy it, shit. We are definitely going to be getting more dates. Looks like it. And I'm um, so excited. And thank you to everybody that came out and sang with us and screamed with us. I definitely uh, had to take steroids after that Austin show so that I could get my voice back. Oh, and yeah. um, and I've gotten my butt back finally from Austin because Austin took hold of our assholes. Oh my God, bro. And <laughs> kept them hostage. For days. We all shat at least you know four times. You know I hate times. talking about yeah, you know yeah, I hate at talking least about two this. out of three of us aren't um like people yeah. who announce when we're gonna leave the room to go take a dump. Like that's uh it's not really Can we... you guess which two of the three of us? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like it was definitely fucking Christmas with the clumps in the green room. <laughs> It was rough. It was, rough. Christmas it was rough. We started oh, the tour man. being friends who didn't share about right. our BMs with each other, and we ended the tour with an intimate knowledge because you just you just couldn't not. It was because we ate our way through Austin with a ferocity that you could only do when it's the last city of a of a extremely fun, wonderful tour. So yeah, Damn. and also, you know, scream at us where we should play next. I've definitely heard a lot of people saying Pittsburgh, Denver. We did Cleveland. put it for Boston. We did Just put it for Boston. Want, Boston, Pacific I said Northwest. people are being weird about us playing Boston. I don't know if that will translate, but I was like, a bunch of people are being weird about Nobody's us. Nobody's being weird. I'm ju- all You're I, a bunch I, of I don't hate Boston. I'm just listeners. scared of Boston. No, I'm, I'm scared, scared of you guys. I need everyone to know that of course we want to go to Boston. Of course, we want to go to your city. We were not the ones who chose our cities where we ended up. Yeah. Um, and we won't choose the next ones. But we, of course, we say yes to everything. I, I, I definitely threw out Pacific Northwest, Southeast. Jackie's dying to perform in Florida just multiple keep me days. Away from Florida. I'm hoping we get I at least three can't. or four I can't perform different towns. We I'm should ho- do I'm a hometown for... tour, though. How fun would it be? Yes. Duke, Iowa, Charleston. and God, I'd love to do Ooh. Tallahassee. I know that'll never happen in a million years. So I'd love to do that. Yes. Oh, also, Bienvenido. A Miami. Sure, man. Bouncing in the city where the heat is on. Yeah, all night on the beach till the break of dawn. I don't know about to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Come a self in. Whoa. Always pepper it in. <laughs> They're taking away the M&Ms. Our fuckable M&Ms. We can't have them anymore. They're taking them away. That's right. Um, people have been really upset. Really weird old men have been very upset about weird old men. how unsexy they made the green. M&M. Because she has sneakers on. I still want to fuck a bitch in sneakers. Well, yeah, Tucker Carlson tr- doesn't, problem. Jackie, because it's not gender normative enough for Tucker Carlson to have a drink 
with oh. the M&M's. He's upset because he's not getting hard for the candies anymore. What's next? A trans Butterfinger? <laughs> is that what's next? <laughs> a baby Butterfinger. Is that what we're really doing here? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> I think I saved his actual quote about the, the M&M's, which is, M&M's will not be, this is an actual quote from Tucker Carlson, M&M's will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity, he added, speaking about What's the M&M's. Next? A, a gay payday? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? It's a slippery slope. I guess I'll call them gay days and that, honestly, I'm on board I with. I used to jerk off 80% of the shit I saw on the TV. <laughs> it's how I felt alive. And now... My penis is weakened. Yes, that is it. So they are, it is too, they are too unsexy now and they are too woke because the candies have become woke. So now they're taking away the candies and Maya Rudolph is the spokesperson. I love it. I mean, this is obviously a Super Bowl ad. She's she's changing M&M's to Ma and Yaz. Yes. Yeah, she's uh, funny, it's very man. funny. I like it. You know how I don't and like to admit that I like a commercial. It goes against everything that's inside me, but I like it. I just love that M&M's is leaning into and lambasting this ridiculous thing and at, at the same time it makes me annoyed because then people are talking about Tucker Carlson which I think is bad too which is not ignore the, the the little man with his little bow tie but um, it is fun to see a company finally like lean into something like this and make a big fat fuck you joke out of it as opposed to like just kind of moving forward so it's great it's like and I just it is so funny I I really just points to what Fox News's bread bread and butter is lately, and it's to take the most like dumb fuck common denominator, like a big Hollywood blockbuster or an ad campaign or something like that, it's just very dumb and obvious, but also like doesn't actually mean anything or matter. Like that there's a gay relationship in Buzz Lightyear, or that you know the Little Mermaid's black, or it's just such a big dumb simple enough thing to communicate to dumb fuck weird old dudes in their weird little homes that like the world's against them all of a sudden quote unquote to like create this bullshit war in their head and it's like dude like maybe if you're talking about actual policies and politics you could maybe find but like it's not in the, it's not in the little mermaid's house it's not in jim's house it's, <laughs> it's not in, Bill's in house. the m&m's oh house God, like that's not house. what's creating a- antifa okay <laughs> so like making the the green m&m's tits uh, smaller he right called, he gonna... called one of the m&m's obese there's a morbidly obese <laughs> m&m now holding <laughs> uh, unbelievable there always was there always was he's got a peanut inside it's of him M&M. it's not the peanut round... they added a new m&m that's like a size one. round <laughs> sexless thing <laughs> it's not the fact that you would have any any I'm happy because you know what? I think the purple one's the sexiest one. That's yeah, the one I want to fuck the most. You know. So thank you, M&M's, for giving me something to get slick about right. while I'm eating my candies. Right. <laughs> it's just... I look at that purple M&M and go, oh, you oh, you a bad little, bad little girl, aren't you? <laughs> and then I fluck it up real slow and then I tongue it around till I suck all the color off of it. And now, now, she, now which M&M is it? I don't know. I eat her down. I eat her down. <laughs> well, mermaid's black. 
What in the hell? She won. Yeah, well, the Razzies nominated a child, and now everybody's upset at the Razzies. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like it's, nothing's that serious. Uh, I think it's dumb that they did that, but also now everyone's like, the Razzies as an institution is horrific. And, t- and it's like, all right, Twitter. That was how we I get it. it. Everything's like, yes. horrible. I was like, everything oh, about this story is annoying. Like, it is. Yeah. I totally yes. agree. The Razzies yes. should not have done that. Don't make fun of a child. I'm like, a, even if you're not like a very powerful institution, you are like, like institutions shouldn't make fun of individual children. I completely agree. But then, yeah, all this, the, the idea that like, I don't know, any tweet that ends with like, do better. Sometimes yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Um, that's, that's my hold and annoyance Ugh. thing. I'm like, stop yeah. telling me to do better. I'm do doing better my best. such a good one for the list of annoying of eye rolly like canned do phrases on Twitter. Do better, Razzies. It's like, nah, you know, maybe we just like either don't either don't take it too seriously or like let people have their fun. It's fun to shit on things sometimes. It's okay. It's they're usually in pretty good spirits. I love that video of Halle Berry accepting her Razzie is like one of my favorite things ever. Uh, Sandra Bullock accepting her Razzie and then the very next day getting an Academy Award for a different movie. She's is incredible like and also just so everyone's clear it is the child that uh performed in the remake of firestarter 12 year old ryan kiera armstrong um that is the child in question she sucks and the fair but (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah and then you read the comments and all the comments are like the movie sucked right really nothing to do i think that's the thing the takeaway from razzie's given the fact that all these amazing actors and actresses have gotten them i think is that it's an indictment of the movie and not necessarily the individual performance. Yeah, this is one of those things where I was like, man, we have lost the plot. Like, this is just right. like a couple of steps beyond, above our, ahead of our skis. We don't really need to be spending too much time on this. One. Everybody just loves to take their shitty life out on some, on, it's like, yeah, in the Razzies, burn it to the ground, this thing that is a delight for some people. We talked about the history of the Razzies for pop history. We and did. We had it's a whole cute. episode on the Razzies. It's silly. It's 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 not to be taken seriously. I think the one thing that I could point out and be like, yeah, fuck you guys, is like they've given Razzies to kids before or nominated kids for Razzies before as, as stated in that article and they didn't apologize for that or like anything like that and now all of a sudden there's this big statement like we did a total misstep this was so wrong as if it's the first time they ever did it it's like you guys have been doing this for years yeah, for years you don't dude. care no. you're saying this yeah the d- daughter and mommy dearest I think was the first one and I forget who the other one was but they, it's like you guys have nominated kids before you don't give a fuck but, but man now we, have, now we have to play this dumb internet no, charade give, they should you... have given the Razzies to the moment of mommy dearest when she's hitting her with the wire yeah. hanger because it's obviously <laughs> a fake child yes hit that child yeah beat the child <laughs> That's why she got the That's Razzie. That's why I went from old school cinema. Now we have rules and regulations, but old school cinema was allowed to go there. Yes. Don't right? hit the pillow. Man, remember that scene? And then she just go into town and then they show her little pillow butt. And she's just slapping the pillow butt, slapping the pillow butt. But yeah, it's definitely a pillow To butt. avoid some emails, here at page seven, we do not condone beating a child in a Hollywood film. <laughs> Unless she's that got a, a mouth junk. on her like that child in Mommy Dearest. <laughs> she screamed, I'm not one of your Fans. I'm sorry. I love that movie. Um, I don't condone the beating of. Children. I. I. Uh, uh. Uh. Well, sometimes you know if they're being really shitty. Man, if they're looking at you <laughs> sideways. Allegedly, I'm joking. I have a kid act. I don't. don't you guys call. have kids. You guys Child can't even make services. I will never do that to Winnie. But anyways, yeah. Is that maybe because like do you connect to the trauma a little bit, or, or did your mom <gasps> scream no more wire hangers? <laughs> 
ah! No, but Joan Crawford was a friend of the family, weirdly enough. Weird. Because really? she married the president of Pepsi when oh. my grandfather worked for Pepsi. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah, we're a Pepsi family. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm a Coca-Cola boy, too. I fucking fuck Pepsi. I hate Pepsi. You oh you want to go oh you want to throw it out <laughs> you want to go toe to toe I hate when they do the taste and I can t- oh I can fucking pick out shitty Pepsi in a yeah I love in a million syrup. years I love how syrupy it is oh like really? that Pepsi oh, documentary yeah. that just came out that I loved about the Pepsi where's my jet where's my jet yes loved it everybody thought that they would be able to identify Pepsi and they couldn't Alden so we should have I wish I had known that you could do this no for a oh! fact that's why I'm thinking about that because they kept failing I was like how do you feel there's such different tastes there are. They are definitely tell the difference. But I am more of a Dr. Pepper boy, actually, if you really want to get into it. You are talking syrupy. We're talking Dr. Pepper, though. Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper is the only diet that actually tastes like the the real thing, but I still just get the real thing because it's me. You know what I mean? I got to keep it real. Yeah, because you're you're different. I keep it real. (laughs) You're not like the other boys. Put him on for the love of Dilfs. It's like, it's just so funny to be so out. Maybe I'm just feeling this a lot lately. It's so funny to be that outraged about the dumb fuck Razzies. Like, go outside. Yeah, man. You can't be that upset about this fake award show that means not, that's just like all in good fun, making fun of really bad movies. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, dude. What's next? You're gonna tell, tell, like, shut down How Did This Get Made podcast? I mean, it's fun. It's fun to celebrate bad stuff sometimes you know it's 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 come on how would you dance with your mom if you had to dance sexy with her she'd be upside down i'd be uh my arms would be around her hips i'd be okay. eating her vagina out <laughs> and... yeah that would be pretty sexy mj <laughs> how would you dance sexy jackie's asking mom? this because the moms and the sons on milton had to do a sexy dance together yes, and jimmy and his mother the one the, the jimmy whose mother slept with his best friend yes. sending jimmy on a depression spiral Talk about needing to leave the show. Jimmy needed to leave the show and instead he had to rehearse a choreographed dance with his mother. But then what happened? The power of choreography healed his relationship with his mother so that he decided that he didn't want to basically end his relationship with her even though he was so upset not that she had slept with his best friend but that she decided to tell him that way just so that she could win this game. Why yeah, are we dude. talking about this again? Yes, because Mandrake is ever present. Because this is a thing so I have gross. no feelings really one way or the other about the Razzies thing, except that in general, I agree with the general principle you shouldn't make fun of children. But I do have a lot of feelings about Milf Manor. This is why page seven needs <laughs> Milf Manor. I'm tired of having opinions about things that matter. I want to only have opinions about things that don't matter. <laughs> I agree with you absolutely. Wait for that email too. How dare you not have an opinion about things that do, don't matter? I mean, matter. I'm going to keep having them. You know I am, but I don't want to. Yeah, dude. Uh, I want to th- throw some shots at Madonna before we get into the celebrity conspiracy. She just stole T Swift's idea. And We're talking just about doing the T Swift's Eras tour, but she's calling it the Celebration Tour. She's killing it the Celebration <laughs> she Tour. She just stole her thing. So the whole thing with Madonna, Madonna. I remember that we commented on this a while ago. Madonna, it was directing her own biopic. And so, which I did look up, by the way, if it's biopic or biopic. Thanks for saying biopic. It's not biopic. It's biopic. Biopic. I say biopic. When people say biopic... it sounds like a surgical piece of yes. surgical equipment. Uh, thank you. I I always I looked feel it like up. I'm I the finally idiot. looked it up because I no. say yeah, bio I know. and everyone's like it's not biopic. Everyone makes me feel That's like I'm fucking dumb. It's yeah. a biographical picture. That's what biopic. it means. Yes, That's what biopic. it is. 
So why would you say biopic? It's not about op- optics. I will say Talk I have said biopic man. before because I thought that it was biopic, but I I genuinely yesterday looked it up to make sure I didn't sound like I'll concede, a jagoff. I'll concede GIF. I actually have decided, I, I, even though in my head it's still going to be, in my heart it's still GIF. I think GIF is right, but it's fucking biopic, bro. Language is informed by usage, and a lot of people say biopic. And if they want to, I guess that's fine. I just don't get it because I agree. It just doesn't make sense. It's a biographical picture. Yeah, it's a biography picture. It's a biography. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would like change the way it's said. It's a biopic. It's just (laughs) the shortening of two words. But I hope I hope here I hope those listening know now that it is biopic. Because yeah, we learned something. This is edutainment. We learned something today. And if you say biopic, you're a stupid idiot. No, it's just some people say biopic and that's Attention okay. hold at page seven at gmail.com. Attention hold at page seven. Page seven podcast at gmail.com. So Madonna wants to make a biopic about herself. She wants to direct the biopic about herself. Even down to the poor woman, Julia Garner from Ozark, who went through just weeks of training because multiple people had to go through it to see who was going to play Madonna in the biopic. And now it is all canceled because Madonna wants it way grittier than any, than the production company wants to make it. So of course she's going to take it and try and take it somewhere else, which how gritty does she want it? I'm so intrigued by how gritty she needs I know. this biopic to be. It's like train spotting or something. Yeah. Like what, what is she going to do? It's just Requiem for a Dream. She's ever just dying from like being so horny about her. I Maybe that's what it is. And I want to see how gritty it gets, but we're not going to get that yet because now instead she's going on a tour. The celebration tour. It's a filthy wink to her 1991. This is what the so this butthole? is what the article says. It's a filthy wink to her. It does sound like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> to her 1991 documentary Truth or Dare, and that's all it says. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's a filthy wink to her documentary Truth <laughs> or Dare. I don't know. Page six, <laughs> but that's what you wrote. Why? What, well, then why is it a T sway thing? Why? Why is it like Eros? Tell me. Break that she's down. She's like for I'm the... playing. All my hits through my whole career space. It's called the Celebration Tour instead of the Eras Tour. It means the same thing. She's gonna do all of her, which honestly she should have done a decade ago, but gotcha. uh, that tour. But still, and so it makes total sense for her to do it because I don't think I think I don't think her last tour sold nearly as well as it, it, as she'd had in the past. I think it's time to wheel out the fucking hits and stop trying to be on your new era that you're on, right? Yeah. She's like, your eras are done. Just do the hits. Really what you should do is go to Vegas and open up a residency there and make an idiotic amount of money never traveling anywhere else. That's what she should do and just play all the fucking hits. But instead she's doing her celebration store, which just feels very much like eras, whatever. Hit me with a share. Do you believe it? Go. Stop. It's, I mean, it's not the same because MJ is I did good on that a delay. Time. You were good that time. You were on a delay. You're uh, on a delay. Not All fair. right. Not fair. I'm, I love this fucking talk about injustice. conspiracy. Talk I, talk, oh, man. Here's some injustice for you. Is Hilaria faking the accent because of Alec? <gasps> Whoa. Why? Some oh, to compelling... keep some heat off him? No. Nah. <laughs> to take some of the heat. Well, that's honestly, that's why she had the seventh kid. Is it's a distraction kid? That's a crazy thing. I think that that makes more say. sense. Okay, I, think Alec, it makes I will more keep sense. talking like I am from Espana. Talk about me instead of the murder you did. Hilaria, please just talk in the accent. 
They all keep calling me a murderer. And I used to go to the opera. And in real life, she's like, okay, Alec, fine, I'll do it. Fine. Let's go. Andalay. Andalay. Vamanos. This one comes in from Kaylin, who writes Holdenators. Hi. Oh, that's cute. That's fun. I always wondered about Alec Baldwin's perspective on the whole Hilaria thing. Some people think he was hoodwinked by her, but I believe he has always been in on the act, if not downright encouraging it because it fulfills a romantic fantasy of his. Stumbling on this conspiracy theory, she links the conspiracy theory connected, a lot of dots uh, for me. In season three of 30 Rock... That started in October 2008, Mexican actress Salma Hayek plays Alec Baldwin's love interest, a Puerto Rican nurse. They had great chemistry, if I do say so myself. Earlier that year, in July 2008, Hayek had called off her engagement to Francois-Henri Pinault, her billionaire boyfriend of three years and the father of her child. Then, that fall, she attended an award ceremony wearing a dress that Alec Baldwin had bought her as a gift, all while he was gushing about her multiple times to the press. Hayek and Pinault rekindled, then uh, rekindled, then got married in a surprise small silver, civil ceremony in February of 2009. I think buddy boy Baldwin got his heart broke. He and Hilaria started dating uh, in 2011. She apparently told him when they met that she was from Boston, but he overheard her talking to someone in Spanish and said, I must know you. <laughs> Whoa. He's like, he's like uh, somebody who is Mexican versus somebody who is from Boston but speaks Spanish. Yes. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Absolutely. Oh, no. About meeting his wife, Alec has said, I would meet women and it was almost like God would say to me, now this woman here is not the one you were going to end up with but uh, but she is going to be a lot like this woman look at this woman study this woman I now believe that he is referencing Hayek here if he is going around throwing himself at random Spanish speaking women people who knew Hilaria through yoga at the time claimed she started doing the accent after meeting Baldwin and we don't know when she officially changed her name from Hillary only that it was between 2009 and their 2012 wedding the most recent right the most now your theory is, is almost there but this I think is a better explanation the most recent viral video of her uh, uh, for the most recent viral video she is clearly leaning hard into the accent again. Is it because hubby has been super sad lately with all this legal troubles and wants to be comforted by his hot mamacita? Just typing that made me feel gross. They should, <laughs> they should keep the role play in the bedroom. Much love to you all, Kay. Wow. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, Kay. I love this. Yeah, uh, man. Because of course, I would not put it past him to just be like, I have a thing for. I usually it's all bullshit. Usually it's all bullshit with these celebrities. I actually really fucking buy this one. Yeah. I, I, think it's true. I mean, there's a lot of evidence there. The fact that she changed to Hillary sometime that we don't, or to, from Hillary to Hilaria sometime between 2009 and 2012, and she met him in yeah. 2011. And and the Selma Hayek angle, I totally yeah, believe. Yeah. He bought her a dress. Come on. You don't buy, who buys a woman a dress? What's like, to, cis, straight, whatever. Can you imagine buying me a dress, Holden? Right? Can you imagine even you starting imagine to try to buy me a, a dress? Even considering, like, calling up my assistant, right, and being like, um, yeah, special night for Jackie. Can you buy her a dress? <laughs> sure, I feel special. Come and on. I, you're trying to fuck that woman. You're trying to fuck yeah. a woman. And Alex seems to be the most invested besides Hillary. 
Hilaria, maybe the most invested in talking about how his wife is from Spain. He is the yeah. one who's always like my wife, my wife, my wife from Spain, my Spanish wife. So yeah, man. Yeah. I think I might believe. Pretty great. Selma Hayek is collateral damage in the Hilaria and Alec Baldwin Whoa. saga. I did not anticipate. This I know, twist. and that's such a great celebrity conspiracy because like it's something we've been talking about for a while, but it spins it on its head a bit. I never thought about that. That no. is amazing. So I always thought he was trying to be like he was so embarrassed about it. Was my take just because I'm embarrassed about it? it and is I, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's embarrassing. But I think instead he's like, no, I actually like really like it. So I think so I think it's me hard these days, you know. And especially when it's like, oh, they're all talking about I killed this poor woman. Oh, so eh, how you say I murdered? Oh no, <laughs> I come here. Have put it in me. Out, you know what I mean? It's like, oh God, I need some of that. Spanish energy. <laughs> Give me to the day. Um beautiful stuff. All right, well, that's it. Wow. wow. I guess it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta have that list. 15 smart folks who gave up the rat race for comedy. Now, we've done these kind of ones before, but the, there's some on here that I did not know about. We know that Ken Jeong is still a licensed physician. I feel like that's something that just always yes, that's, stuck yeah. in my head. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't know that Dimitri Martin left NYU Law School for the comedy Good cellar. Good Lord, could I have predicted that, though. Yes. Leaving <laughs> Yale. For a full, after turning down Harvard twice and leaving Yale for a full scholarship to NYU Law, Martin saw the comedy seller right across the street, dropped out, and never looked back. Mm. That is, um, and I also had no idea that Lisa Kudrow was originally trying to follow in her doctor dad's footsteps. With a Bachelor of Science in Biology, she worked at her father's medical practice for eight years while dabbling in acting. While booking roles, she was researching cluster headaches. Wow. <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli. I gotta, I gotta really go into the depths of my reactions for the for these. Oh. Ah. Lisa Lampanelli ah. went to Harvard. Oh my god! Ah. But not only went to Harvard, she studied journalism at uh, Boston College and went to a grad program at Harvard. She was a copy editor at Popular Mechanics and assisted at Rolling Stone before becoming the queen of mean at Celebrity Roast. Mm. I'm not talking about James Franco. I don't give a shit. But what I didn't know is that James Woods was almost an eye surgeon. Apparently, he has an IQ of 184. Wow, James Franco is labeled a math whiz. Ew, don't look at James Franco. I said don't look at him. We're not talking about him right now. Allegations. I'll just say that word. Yeah, allegations. Something. I didn't know James Woods was going to be an eye surgeon. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's fucking it's great. Interesting. Um, Ali Wong, I'm just obsessed with her. Why are you laughing, Holden? <laughs> Because you're so intrigued you're by the list. You're begrudged out about the list. <laughs> because I can feel it from both of you. I know when it's about not about? a good list. I can, I'm like a puppy dog. I'm loving this knowledge. Lap it up. Lap up the milk, Like the puppies do. I think it's more a kitty thing, but now it's a puppies thing. Say the next thing so I can say now I've heard everything. David Duchovny was an aspiring poet at Yale. Now I've heard everything. Yeah, That one is fun, though, because if you were to choose an actor who was going to be an aspiring poet at Yale, David Duchovny. Yes, Perfect. it would be David Duchovny. I'm surprised you skipped John Krasinski taught English, which is the most, like, and when you think about it, you're like, of course he was an English teacher. Yeah. He yeah. reminds me of my own English teacher from <laughs> high school. 
Yeah, but can you imagine John Krasinski as your English teacher uh, and how yeah. much you'd just be like, ah, Would he pull out an acoustic ah, guitar to get the oh my God. Young's extra yeah. wet? Did yeah. you have the did you have the cool teacher, the guitar playing cool teacher guy that would no. show up at a party at some point? I did have a teacher that would like curse in front of us. Wow. And so that was like, ooh, That's he's cool. kinda cool. Did you wait? Did you have a teacher crush in high school? Um, I did on this specific teacher, but also mostly because I knew that he was a homosexual and I was right. Married, so that was my that was your crush. attraction. All for you a had while. to do yeah, yeah, to be a hot teacher, in my recollection, a hot male teacher especially, was to just be like under the age of I don't know forty five. You know, that's and it. You are that's all you had to do right. at that point. Yes, totally. I think it's different. I think a lot of more teachers are younger. But when I was a kid, it was just like, if you are a man and you're wearing like thick frame glasses and you oh, are not yeah. like a dad age, like yes. you, I'll do whatever you say. Right. Oh, yeah. Teacher thing. Always the teacher thing. But how do we feel about so a consultant thing? Whoa. Wow. Edward what? Norton consulted for the Enterprise Foundation <laughs> in Japan, MJ. Wow. After studying history at Yale. After studying history at Yale, he moved to Osaka, Japan to consult for his grandfather's nonprofit, which helped provide affordable housing. Goosh, uh, goosh, 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 MJ, goosh. you have a big thing for Edward Norton. Uh, I will follow him to the ends of the earth. You got to watch him in Glass Onion. He's so good. I did. I love him. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. daddy. Oh, I love daddy. Edward Norton. I love, I mean, I I love Nazi Edward Norton. I love every version. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, someone just, X, can someone just pair it down to just uh, MJ saying, I love Nazi? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I love reform so Nazi Edward yes, Norton. Reform. Okay. Spoiler alert for American History X. He doesn't stay a Nazi. <laughs> spoiler. I think you can spoiler alert American History X. And last but not least, Jerry Springer was an advisor to Robert F. Kennedy and a mayor. In 1968, he was a campaign advisor for RFK. Then even after a prostitute-related scandal, that's weird, <laughs> he became mayor of Cincinnati in 1977. Sorry, I don't read the, the blurbs before I read them on crack sometimes, and sometimes they they get a little wonky. After a failed run for Ohio governor, he got into broadcast journalism. Jerry Springer, everybody. Wow. wow. Jerry Springer. I love, I love love. You know what I mean? Yeah, do you? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, spring is sprung and love is love. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I'm going to buy you a dress. Yeah, what kind of dress? I'd um, love to see what kind of dress you cut out of it. Okay, so just my breasts are flapping about. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I think it's going to give me weird uh, Clockwork Orange vibes, yeah. but uh, I'll try to take that out Singing of it. Singing in the rain. Don't Am I going to be wet? Into this. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to buy Jackie a fuck dress. Don't worry. Right. If you've ever bought someone a dress without the intention to have sex with them, let us know. Yeah, page what seven podcast. Yes, in going com. through your head, what were you thinking? Um, and was it a filthy, dirty MILF that you were buying? <laughs> God, you imagine buying a MILF address? You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, my God. I guess if I'm going to buy someone a dress, it could be a MILF. Get some fucking slobber. Are you blind yet? I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, we can't, can't see them. 
All right. This is kind of a, a means to talk about something else. So let's do let's just bring it up, even though you guys already probably know what I'm referring to. This foreign-born former A-list actress hated a recent biopic about her and how bad it made her look, which is why she wrote a book and has her own documentary being released. You should definitely know this. It was definitely already in the articles. This is an easy one. And it's sad to me that you're staring at me with confusion. She says foreign I'm not born. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. I kind of um, I kind of fucked out there for a second. This foreign born. <laughs> but foreign is like not. She's speech. She's, you wouldn't look at her and be like, that's a foreign. This foreign born. Okay, because there's lots of people I go, that's, that's a, a foreign. foreign. <laughs> Whenever foreign I see them. Born, I think this former... is Holden for Canadian. <laughs> yes, this is Holden for Canadian. Oh, it's Holden for Canadian. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, oh, right, I guess Celine Canada. Dion. No, dude. You put it in the articles this week. Is Pam Anderson yes. Canadian? She's Canadian. I didn't know she was yeah, Canadian. Right. How am I supposed to know that? Every oh, few months, we find out someone's Canadian because Holden struggles to articulate the fact that foreign-born in this case doesn't mean that they speak a different language. It means that they're Canadian. Yeah, they just seem like... I didn't know she was Canadian. Exactly. You would just assume she was American. That's why what I mean by that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this foreign-born former... You're so mad about it. A-list <laughs> actress. She hit, Yeah, so Pamela Anderson. A-list actress? I know, by the way, model. This is, I'm sorry. This is, Pamela Anderson is an A-list B-list, B-list centerfold. Uh, Pam and Tommy love Pamela and Pamela love story. We are just getting bashed over the, on our brains with it. But apparently <laughs> the reason why she's coming out with the documentary and a book uh, is because uh, she just hated that uh, series so much and talks about how much she hates that series in her book uh, or maybe in the documentary. I don't know. Who needs a documentary and a book? It's a lot. It's yeah. a she's lot. really upset though. She's really upset that people other people are telling her story. Yes. And you know what? Gaffa. And, you know, and I love aging Pamela Anderson. I think she's great. Yeah. She talks about how Tim Allen exposed himself to her on the set of Home Improvement. The documentary uh, was also released in tandem with the book. It drops some rough reveals about her childhood as well as her disdain for the Pam and Tommy series. And then she has that funny anecdote about Jack Nicholson with the threesome and how he looked over and they made eye contact and he made a funny noise. Then he came on, in a woman and or said, on a woman. thank you, darling. Said, thank you, darling. That was more That was more cute and less like I was assaulted by Tim Allen. But uh, I mean, she did Walk into the room, see them having a threesome, and continue yeah. to put on her makeup. It was at so, like a horny sex party. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was at like a, a dirty, fun sex party. God, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yes. Then there's this <laughs> reveal. Then there's this reveal uh, from that book. Everyone knows the illiterate actions actor used to have a string of women he kept around town and gave them rankings based on how much he wanted to, how much uh, time he wanted to spend with them. He gave them rankings. Uh, it's illiterate. Um, he's in a bunch of action films, especially from like the '90s. He is oh the bad one that played the bad one. No, he's multiple big franchises. One. Maybe the bad one. Multiple. He's he's uh, he's uh, you know. Uh, he different action franchises. With one, he's a From Vietnam vet, and the other one, he is a Sylvester Stallone. Yes, according to Pamela Anderson, Sly offered her a quote condo and a Porsche to be her quote number one girl. A claim that Stallone, of course, refutes, but I believe it. I'd be your number one girl. You give me a condo and a Porsche, I'll do it. Absolutely, <laughs> I'll be your girl. I'll be your girl. I'll do it. I'll be it. This the meme actor pulled a threesome in about five minutes, hanging out at a bar last week. He has a silly name everyone makes fun of, and he's in a big sci-fi franchise that has the second film of its franchise coming out this year. 
have. And he's got a name everybody makes fun of. Yeah. It's coming out this year. Sci-fi franchise. High tie in the wham. It sounds a oh, little. Oh, it's Jodie Foster? No, it sounds a little like that, though, his oh. name. High tie in the pineyline. Taika Waititi? No. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. It sounds like this. Hey, it sounds like. Hey, Tay. Who has a dumb name like that? Who's <laughs> got right, Let me give you another hint. bad hint. Ty Pai in the Kai Taylor Lautner? You're so stupid. You're so stupid. You're so stupid. You're giving us poor, poor hints. All right. Uh, his last name has a maid. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> He's a little b- cute man. <laughs> Timothy. Uh. <laughs> Come on. In hindsight, it's a good clue. Timothy. Yes, Timothy Chalamet. That was bro. all we needed. Little cute man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, Tay in the Maytay should have been immediately. I no, had to should not have been Hey, Tay in the Maytay. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. You don't understand. <laughs> Wait. What movie is he coming out with? Dune 2. Oh. Oh, oh God. Okay. Dune 2 is coming out. Watch that with my husband. Oh, we are both That's coming out at the end of this year. That's coming out in, I think, November, I believe. Whoa, yeah. bro. Florence Pugh's in it. Maybe she's going to be doing her do More all like over Florence it. Florence Pugh, yeah. if you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. I love her, actually. She's a treasure. Decided but it's, it's Florence Woo, not Florence yes. Pugh. Florence E.U. or whatever. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, I'd kneel down on her, if you know what I mean. Whoa. Pew, like a church pew. Oh, like uh, a pew. oh, that's that's. I was gonna say that's nice, but it's not nice. <laughs> I love a kindness blind. I'd love a kind. I love a kindness blind. This is a, one of those. Hey Tay, it is not often a television network uh, is the entity doing a kindness. A television network this time, guys. They usually only do things that pad the bottom line. This time, though, they want to try and introduce multiple generations to one of the biggest stars of her day and one of the funniest shows of all time. So they are throwing her a birthday party as a thank you and don't expect to make any money doing so. So name random television networks, major television networks. ABC. No. NBC. Yes. It's fucking NBC. Is it a Golden Girls thing? No. No. The lady, she's still alive. Her birthday's coming up. She had it. Her show was her name, and it was a great show. It was like a- Reba. No. Jackie. It was like a laughing kind of sketchy kind of show. Oh, old oh, school Carol Burnett. Mary Tyler Moore. Yes, NBC is set to do a two-hour special for Carol Burnett's 90th birthday on April 26th. I was about to say, Carol Burnett's still alive? Yes, I don't think Mary 90th. Tyler Moore wow. is still alive. No, I don't think that But Carol Burnett was, that, the, I love the Carol Burnett show. <laughs> yes. And I yeah. love that they're doing a big special. I can't special. believe she's still alive. I can't wait to watch that. Wow. She is so funny, and I think she's such a holds-up funny, too. Absolutely. Like, Bro, I'm going to watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, that I great. love her. I love her. So there you go. Kindness blind. Good on you, NBC. Good That's on you. That's what Good I on. saw her in. She was in a couple episodes of Better Call Saul. Oh, oh my cool. God. It's like what I saw her in dream. something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. It, they were great episodes. There you go. Um, uh, how great would it be again. to just have an awesome career and then uh-huh. instead of like having it like 
be shitty at the end because either everything around you sucks or like you make bad choices to just have an awesome career and then be on like the best show of its time also yeah. when you're really old. Like fucking it's perfect. the dr- it's it's Dude, the dream, man. That's great. It's the dream. No, the best is Kelsey Grammer. Could you imagine being on two of the best shows of all time back to back? Dude. What the fuck even is that life? I know, you know man. I mean? That's why he's gotta have He's got to have his wife's name tattooed above his penis so that he will try not to cheat. I bet that guy blasts a dirty nut. No, he certainly used to, but now he has to look at his wife's name above his penis every time he wants to shoot a load. Why am I struggling to figure out what's the second show besides Frasier? Cheers! Cheers, bro! Ah, He got to be on the best- cheers, then Frasier. I got my order. He got to be on arguably the best- Television show of all time, Cheers, and then immediately after that, got his own spinoff that was e- almost equally as successful. And yeah. prol- and you know, he got he got to be a part of two one hundred episode TV shows. I don't know, man. I still think the best career of all time is uh, Stevie Van Zant being in the best you band take, and the best show of all time. You take that back. Yeah, how dare you? you what you is would, he in? Uh, the Sopranos. Oh yeah, God. Would what a you career. rather have Stevie Van Zant's career or Kelsey Grammer's career? Well, Whoa. one's more comfortable than the other, but probably Stevie Van Zandt. Yeah, definitely little Steven. I want to be a little you Steven. Get to, you, gotta, you get to be in the best life of being a musician and the best part of being an actor, like only totally. being on an extremely good show. That's, yeah, you're only literally like, again, talking about one of the best shows of all time. Like you were on one of the best shows of all time and one of the best bands of all time. I think about this all the time too with John Worcester in uh, in The Mountain Goats, one of the best bands of our generation and also uh, in his, um, the, be- the best show, like comedy stuff that he used to do all the time. He's like a- What did he do? He was in, uh, he did like these, let me, let me, so, did you ever listen to the best show on WFMU? Oh, oh, yeah, he did. He was on the best show. Yeah. Um. So he okay. was like literally. He was, yeah, he was literally on the best show with, yeah, with yeah, Tom Sharpling. Yeah. Gotcha. And, that was the confusion. Yeah. All right, sorry. Cool. The, the capital B, capital S, the best show. Um. Well, yeah. uh, big sexies is also what B and S stands for, <laughs> and uh, I can see a couple of big sexies right now. Yeah. Is that where you're gonna buy my dress I'm from? I'm gonna buy. You both address. Yeah, good. <laughs> even you, MJ. Even you. Yeah, you have want them cut out for me too, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have them cut in. I'll have them put in. <laughs> Huge ones too. They'll be as heavy as real tits, too, so you can feel the back pain and everything. Yeah, I get a little throwback. So you remember, Re- yeah, remember why you're so. You'll be like, God damn, I'm happy I made that decision. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, this sucks. This dress sucks. Oh my god. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this. Weeks of you could see again, right, Holden? Yeah, I said I could see again. Yeah. I said I could see a couple of big sexies oh, right you could in see front about of me. A couple yeah. of big sexies <laughs> in front of which you, which is a compliment. Yeah, I'll take it as such. <laughs> I could always use of another compliment. You, would, you fucking big sexy, big sexy. I'm a big sexy, and you can check big sexy out <laughs> over on Instagram, over at Jack That Worm, or you can check <laughs> us out on. TikTok at page seven LPN and let us know again, page seven podcast at gmail.com of places that we are try and steer the ship so that we can come and meet you in person for our next tour dates. Page seven podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to bring release the butthole cut to you. Dear listener, wherever you are, uh, also check me out. Uh, actually, before you even check me out on any of my stuff, 
Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Y'all, ad free episodes every week. You get bonus content. We get the talk and TV. If you want to hear more about MILF Manor and other TV shows we're watching. Also, we, of course, uh, have uh, uh, the Jersey Shore watch along, which is going to change soon to a different show. But every week we do a watch along with a great group of people. Join that at the $10 layer. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. The ad free episodes alone is worth the $5 a month. Check us out. Uh, page seven podcast. The numeral seven. Really wish I could go back and change that. Page seven podcast at gmail.com. I'm desperate for more celebrity conspiracy theories. Please send them in. Send in your shouts and send in your not, don't send in your angry things at all. <laughs> and just keep them to yourself. Unless you need to just scream about MILF Manor because yes. we have received multiple emails of people yes. just being like, I love you guys. I have started watching MILF Manor and it makes me want to rip my own eyes out and be that, mad at I us also for that. Accept. Be I mad accept at us it. for that, but you're not allowed to be mad at us or anything else. No, take backsies. <laughs> also, uh, twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho. Twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho. Uh, check us out. Uh, check me out Monday through Friday with Jackie. On Friday, I do a special fun get drunk stream called Jack with the Holdies. It is 6 p.m. ET. Twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho. MJ has something to say. My name is MJ, and yeah. I'm not <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Interesting. Hey, you the man. I can't believe you didn't get it, MJ. Hey, to the Moomay. Waylays, though. But I am MJKLCat on Instagram. Damn there right you, you are. Now it's time for the shout out song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're gonna, gonna read them to you. Come on. Thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page seven, seven the number, podcast at gmail.com. We so appreciate just even just stopping in to say hi or to send things like your favorite unproblematic insults. Like Adam that sent in, for my unproblematic insult, I humbly submit tube sock as in that guy's a fucking tube sock or you fucking tube sock thank you for your time and consideration and thank you adam for thinking of us because you know what last week we were having a difficult time coming up with that and um i also want to say thank you so much to chris for writing in a shout out to holden that i'm about to read because it made him feel so fucking good and thank you so much chris and this is what chris had to say I want to shout out Holden for inspiring me to try to find my authentic self, as cheesy as that sounds. I'm already tearing up as I type this. I've been working through the bonus episodes of Whizbrew, and Holden talked about people being shitty on Facebook, and it motivated me to send in my something positive. It reminded me of the Whizbrew episode about Twitch, and how it got Holden really emotional about how much of a leap it was for him, and how much it paid off in the long run. In my early 30s, I gave up everything I had to move across the country to follow a lifelong dream of going to culinary school. After years of setbacks, I finally started my two-year program in August of 2019. I made it until August of 2020 before I had to give up and move home. I've struggled since then to find a purpose or to feel like I have any usable skills, even after a life of careers that were great but ultimately unfulfilling. 
That episode of Whizbrew had me bawling at how much I felt the same. The stifling need to create instead of just consume resonated with me so hard it hurt. It helped cement my decision to stream and set up a Patreon and buy more tools and do everything I want to try to till I find something I really enjoy. Hell yeah, Chris. I needed to read this because I feel like a lot of people feel the same as you. And thank you so much for sharing. Chris says, I'm still looking and trying, but page seven in the whole LPN group has become a constant companion in my lonely days and nights building my life. The world is shitty and full of shitty people whose only joy is stopping other people from having more fun than them. I hope I can add something to the other side of that, letting you know how much you have pushed me to just get up and do anything, even when I feel like garbage. I have hope now that it's going to lead to something somewhere that somebody will like eventually. I've made plans with my partner to move to a house next year so I can have an actual workshop and upgrade out of our crowded dining room. I wouldn't have kept going for this long without any returns yet without your guys' example. Thank you so much for saying that, Chris. And also for saying that you are one of the psychos that loves Riverdale Roundup but literally has no idea what the cast of Riverdale looks like. I can't thank you more, Chris, and thank you so much for sending in something that inspires me right back. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to everybody who sends in your shout outs. And also, I just want to say thank you to Saitlin Poltergeier, who sent in when we were talking, we were having our pussy conversation last week. And Saitlin says, I am thoroughly obsessed with y'all. I started out listening to the last podcast on the left, but page seven has easily become one of my faves. I just finished episode 478 and there was some talk about calling people a pussy and words are my jam. Jackie, MJ, Holden, you can take solace in calling people a pussy because pussy is actually a shortened form of Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. <laughs> I could take out me struggling with the word, but I want you to know that I'm struggling with the word. Pusillanimous. It's late Latin and means lacking courage or resolution, cowardly, faint hearted, timid. So, like, fuck whoever decided calling a vagina a pussy was a good idea because women fucking rock. But, like, the more you know. Thank you so much, Saitlin, for just, you just told all of us, look at how much we're learning today. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for your shout outs. You can send them into page7podcasts at gmail.com. And it, I just, I can't thank you guys enough. How many times do I say it? I can't thank you guys enough. Love you. Talk to you next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.